is going on beautiful people and welcome back to another episode of the greatest combat sports and culture show of the entire universe i am your host the underground king sturge vicente and this is episode two oh two now i know we've noticed a little bit of absence but it's not because we are not working in fact if you guys haven't had an opportunity already do me a favor and go ahead and check out our youtube page man for real just like it is man wdr the youtube.com backslash the fight podcast you'll check us out we have some amazing content amazing videos on there just like i told you guys in the past but check this out unfortunately one of our videos didn't crack the way i wanted to man and we have one of one of my favorite guests man um multiple time on the show man we have jose shorty torres chicago's very old man he's coming on the show today and he's showing us some love man so without further ado let's go ahead and introduce and have my convo with jose shorty torres enjoy What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the greatest combat sports and culture show in the entire universe, the Fight Podcast. We're going to keep with the content, man. We're going to keep trying to bring this heat to you guys. So today on the show, I have none other uh, returning guests, man. We have Jose Shorty Torres coming on the show, man. So without further ado, let's bring my man on. What's going on, bro? Welcome to the Fight Podcast. I'm alive, man. I'm happy. It's still doing my thing. Nothing's changed for me. And, uh, yeah, I'm glad to be back on. Absolutely, man. Well, thank you. Like I said, once again, man, you know, Chi-Town's very young. You know how we got to rep each other, even though neither of us are in Chicago right now. Uh, <laughs> we're out here hold, holding it down, man. So check it out. It's been crazy. I think we both understand. Everybody knows how nuts it's been, man. How has this whole quarantine been working for you, man? How you been holding up? Um... Honestly, everything's been going well. You know, I'm, you know, it definitely sucks that I had a fight March 28th, so yeah. I was ready for it. Um, and the two weeks before, they canceled the event, and it's it's a bummer because I'm already down here three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as much as I wanted to keep this this podcast as positive as possible, I ended up. So, small story. Okay. Last year, I was supposed to fight in August. I was down here about three months before before that and every time i leave you know i'm like okay bye family love you guys yeah. and you know i'm coming down i'll be back in three months don't go down on me and i come uh i find out in august that i'm not fighting so i'm like damn that's three months i'm not gonna get back let me go home two weeks right. let me spend time with my family and then they said i'm gonna fight in november let me come back and stay training mm-hmm. come back stay training and then my father passes away maybe like three oh, weeks man. before my fight and i still tried my best to, to push through but it was my first ever real real big loss my father was one of my best friends so i tried man. to push through thank you yeah, thank absolutely. you and a few days you know before the fight i ended up having to call the fight off just i, I wasn't at the mental you know at, at the right mental space so i was like you know let me go home now with this i was like you know let me go home two months spend time with my mother my brother the rest of my family catch more friends from high school yeah. because again for me I, I travel the world so i haven't been able to really have a social life mm-hmm. you know since since high school so i was like you know what man let me go home enjoy myself i came back working three months and then this whole covid19 stuff happened i found out yesterday technically like 12 hours ago mm-hmm. that one of my really good friends passed away and then this morning while people were messaging me that i'm checking out people's stories you know yeah. trying to think about other things another friend from home not as close but another friend from home again around my age in my neighborhood passed away and was just like damn and it's not even because of COVID-19 it's just you know other unrelated issues Mm -hmm. but it's like 
damn, man, this is why I wish, you know, I could have my training camp at home and be home with my family, my friends, and, and have, you know, a social life. Because, yeah. you know, you start to realize this little stuff here, especially during this time in your quarantine, all these demons, these little thoughts in your head. Time passes fast, man. You got to enjoy it while it's there. Man, well, dude, first and foremost, bro, my condolences for all those things, man. That's, that's, I mean, to be going over that and trying to deal with that now, especially, man, that, that has to be tough, man. So I'm really sorry about that, man. And I hope you get to be home, you know, with the family and friends soon, man. Cause I know you're right now, like we just talked about, I know you're in Florida right now. Uh, but, uh, dude, well, like I said, just kind of change it a little bit, man. I, I, I hope Florida's going well with you. I hope everything else, even though, again, it's not many people around right now. I hope that's at least going well for you, man. And at least, you know, keeping some sanity about, you know, about yourself and watching at least Tiger King or some shit. <laughs> yeah, I've never, I've never seen an episode of that. I don't think I'm ever going to. It's just one of those things that, like, no offense to the guys who like Game of Thrones. I think it's awesome, but I've never even seen an episode. Bro, you know? bro so, I, I'm going to be the first one to tell yeah. you, man. Dog, you, you got to go all in on Game of Thrones, man. I, I know it's dragons and shit, but, bro, I'm telling you, especially during now, man, eight seasons will fly by. Now, last season was trash, but before that, best TV I've ever watched. <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and that's the thing. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm more than happy to watch it again. Like, I'm just, I've never been a TV person. I love my shows. I love my superhero shows, fantasy shows, medieval time shows, stuff like that. Yeah. But um, just, I, I don't have the time and energy for it. You know, I barely even started playing video games again where I'm like, damn, I used to do this stuff as a all kid the all the time. Let me start playing my games again. And then sometimes I'm like, man, I got to do this in the mission. I don't want to do it. Yeah. I'm going to take a nap. You know, so, <laughs> um, you know, trying try to stay productive in some sort of way. Um, you know, honestly, I'm still working out twice a day. The quarantine hasn't really changed much for me besides right. having, I guess, more free time, really, mm-hmm. and having less stress when it comes to getting ready for a fight or paying someone this, paying someone that, yeah. or worrying about certain things. So it's, it's training stress-free, which is nice. Mm-hmm. I just wish that, obviously, we could be around, all of us could be around yeah. together, family, friends, um, and just being able to intertwine and mingle. Well, dude, I mean, you're now you're down at American Top Team. Um, you, you, how long have you been there now? It's been over a year now that you've been down there, it's, right? Tra- training, training total, it's been about two, two and like a quarter years. Okay. Almost two and a half years. Uh, man, so uh, tell me a little bit about that, bro. I, I, I know they have the brand new facility down there now that looks incredible. Um, the team, I, I, in my estimation, and I've said this on the show many times, I think that's probably the best team currently in MMA. You have other people that have different factions. You obviously you have City kickboxing down in Auckland is killing right now. The, the, the normal comp- the people on this side, but Man, the level of competition and training partners that you have there in comparison to everybody else, man, it has to give you a benefit. Oh, it definitely has to give you a benefit, you know, and it does because you have so many high-level guys. ATT is honestly the Olympic training center of MMA because you have guys, fantastic guys from their home gyms going, you know what? We need to better ourselves in a little way, and one of those ways is to get the bodies that that are at our level, which is the hardest part, especially as a flyweight or a heavyweight, where the smallest or biggest guys, there's usually not many people around, or even for women, there's there's at least, probably in our, our pedestal, 15 to 20 women where they're ready to just, you know, bang it out and just go, you know, and that's the best thing for, for all these people that there's always a body. If someone leaves, it's not like, damn, I'm only stuck with one more person. No, you still have five, six people to work with. Um, and they're all high level people, all different. So when it comes to getting ready for a fight, that's easily one of the best places to go to. Um, it's the longest gym I've been at besides my home gym back at home, Chicago combat though. And I'm still at today, but 
I mean, I've been to amazing gyms. I think ATT easily has the best facility okay. and has the best bodies because it's there's just so many people and there's always new people coming in and out every single time. So for you, man, what's the benefit? Not just the people there. You guys legitimately have coaches. And I think people don't talk about that because, I mean, dude, I've trained. I, I, I had aspirations of going pro people, you know, and you always have people who have been around the sport, but you guys have people that are legitimate coaches like a coaching staff there um from king mo to to mike brown you know and everybody in between den thomas and everything um for you like how is that how is that different from other places that you've seen um, you know, it's it's a pro and con because there is a coaching staff at ATT, but the gym is so big that they can't really facilitate to work with everyone individually. They, they would love to, mm-hmm. so they have to really pick their time wisely. It does become a little political because of it, but it also kind of in a sense makes you work harder to get to that point where you're like, hey, I'm, I'm the big dog now. You need to work with me. For me, I work with Dean Thomas. You know, I work with King Mo, Diego Alves. Those are my three guys. Um, I also work with boxing coach Mikey Rod, which is my guy. He's, he's such a dope guy but dope. i know even though dean thomas is not in the gym anymore um because he, he technically quit he just wanted to do his own thing but we're still collaborating we're still working together i'm i'm we call each other like the dean disciples dt mma <laughs> you know he's he, he's a dope guy man and he's, he's really guy. helped me a lot I'm a, he, he's dope man he's a real cool guy and i'm really happy to be working with him and uh you know att's cool with it he's been around the gym for 19 years they're like yeah man you can train with him as, as long as you want as long as he doesn't sign for like another competitor gym then, right, right. Which knowing Dean, he's just doing him. So I'm, I'm more than happy to work with both, and I'm having a great time doing it. That's what's up, man. No, Dean's a good dude, man. He's been on the show a couple times and stuff, man. So I've had a, an opportunity to speak with him, man. So I, I, he's a super dope dude. He's been really kind to me, man. So I definitely appreciate that. Um, look, we all know, like I said, uh, with and I, I have to get fighters' opinions on this now. All right, and we're seeing stuff, especially because again, UFC right now they're talking about buying islands and shit. And, and having, you know, events out there on some straight Mortal Kombat. Bro, mm-hmm. how are you feeling about people actually going out there? Because I'm going to be honest with you. I, I'm all for everybody getting paid, and I never want anybody to think anything otherwise. I'm always here for the fighters. But at the end of the day, with the way this is going, I don't think we should be fighting right now. Uh, but I understand the other side of it. How do you feel about that? I, I completely understand the business side, but that's what it is. Honestly, I always tell people money is the root of all evil, and it's it's just one of those things that I believe this is a money-driven opportunity. Yeah. I think it's a, a huge financial gain for the UFC, besides obviously purchasing the island. But everything else, man, it's just you're literally going against every government in the world and trying to do your own thing. Why why, why is the UFC giving – they're, they're finding the loopholes, private island, international waters, stuff like that. That's great, man. Hey, you're doing your thing doing fights in Indian reserves like that's awesome you got the loophole system but yeah, yeah. because you can does not always mean you should and for this one it's like dude people are dying yeah we might be technically healthy individuals mm-hmm. but it does not mean we cannot catch it and spread it to someone else that isn't as strong as us yeah. you know so that's the that's the thing where it's they're looking at the big picture of business but they're, they're not looking at the bigger picture when it comes to health and safety of people all around the world plus even as fans like yeah we it's going to be like a Super Bowl event. We're going to buy all this pay-per-view. We're going to love it. This is the only sporting event happening. I get the business side, but it's the fact of, even look at Justin Gaethje. I really do 100% believe that Justin Gaethje on a full training camp could beat Tony Ferguson. If not, make it one damn hell of a fight. But, but, that's my key word, but, it's 
12 days, you know, if not less notice, less than two weeks. Yeah. It, I mean, with, with the with the tank that uh, uh, Justin Gaethje puts on in this fight and what Tony Ferguson has already, mainly especially getting ready for a fight with Khabib, mm-hmm. he knew he was going to go to war. He's already ready for a fight. I think Tony's going to win this fight. I'm not going to say easily, but it's the fact of it. If you want the best performances for people, might as well wait until this whole COVID-19 is over 1,000%. so everyone can have a full, strong, and proper training camp. I mean, ATT, the only guys that can train there right now are the guys who live there, which is myself and a handful of others. Mm-hmm. But you can't just randomly come in the gym. Cops will come in and shut us down. They've tried doing that multiple times. Wow. Like, no, 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 it's okay. We live here. Right, right. So we automatically have the right. Yeah. But... It's, it's, it's a hard thing to do so if not man I, I say let's postpone everything and then do it fairly where everyone gets a fair chance cool you can do your fights every single week on your fight island mm-hmm. that's awesome but you know let's do it at a different different time it, it's funny you say that man because the only reason because I've seen so many people and I'm sure you have also on the other end where there's people are like oh man we get to fight this is great they sign me up and everything which is cool I get it but I, I, I fall in the same realm as you do with it this is a business decision and let's Let's talk about business-wise for the UFC. They still want to get that Khabib fight with, with Tony. I think it's a bad look because, like you said yourself, look, even without a camp, yo, Justin could absolutely win this fight. And if Justin goes out there and wins this fight, we're not ever get, they're not giving us that fight. <laughs> like that's not gonna happen anytime mm-hmm. soon. I don't see that. And the, oh, unless they're they're just using just saying, hey, well, whoever wins that fight doesn't matter. We're still gonna do Khabib Connor, which I think will be total trash. Um, I just see just I think this is short sighted on all accounts, man. I, I think this is you know just like you said. I think it's business. I think it's a bad look. Um, and I also think it's trash that the shit's on uh on pay per view. This should be a free fight. Let let it mm-hmm. let, let put this right on ESPN. Let it rock. Let all of us see it. I think that's really what it should be. And and how it should have been consistently, regardless of that fact. I mean, the card they put together is they, there's some great matchups. I mean, and being I know both of us are fight fans still at the end of the day, they're great matchups on that card, which I would want to see. But I think it would have been better, dude. You know how to, if we pushed all those fights to the back half of the year, dude, we would have had Super Bowl cards every month, which have been crazy. Mm-hmm. And I think that would have been a better look, man. But um, with those matchups and everything, the fights that we see coming up. And all this other nonsense, man. Um, for yourself, what matchups for you, aside from your own matchups, are you most looking forward to? Because obviously yours has to be at the top. <laughs> um, are we talking about like like matchups, like watching UFC ev- uh, events or all events? Event. Coming up? Uh, yeah, the events coming up. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't even have to just be UFC because, like I said, I, I I follow all of them. One Bellator, any big matchups? Because I personally, I can't wait to see uh, Lima versus um, uh, man, why am I blanking? Uh, in Bellator for um, I am. Um, Wow. No, I, 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 Man, I saw. I'm I know blanking. who you're talking I'm about. I'm not, super I'm not hard best right with now. names. Yeah, I'm not best with names, but I mean, honestly, I'm just excited to see fights coming come into play because yeah. I, I don't yeah. care who you are, whether you're just engaged here or just kind of the guy coming up. Just being able to go in there, I respect you to the fullest. So being able to be on these big cards that are definitely coming up very very soon, I want to see boxing again. I want to see MMA again from all these different promotions: Brave, UFC, mm-hmm. Bellator, Ryzen, you name it. I'm I'm excited to see fights again. It's 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 crazy. You see 
see all the memes saying like, oh man, another Saturday without you know MMA fights or any any type of violence. Um, I, honestly, I, I don't have any specific fights. I would love to see the Tony Khabib. You know, again, I, I say postpone everything, but I'm just excited to see fights again and just have some fun and even you know go in there and fight myself. It's about to be a, a full year since my last fight. Man, that that is crazy. Um, well, let me ask you this: What if any fights do you ever go back and are you do watch old fights at all? Uh, MMA, none. none. I literally Bo- watch almost b- no boxing. I watch boxing. I'm a huge, I'm a huge Manny Pacquiao fan. Uh, I've been studying Roman Chocolatito Gonzalez, uh, a new way, and, and you know, all did these. Did you watch his last fight? Which one? Uh, Chocolatito's last fight. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro. But against the UK guy, yeah. knocking him out. Beautiful, oh. the beautiful performance. That's something I'm trying to implement myself. And it's, you know, he's a world champ because of it. And I was actually talking to Tiago Alves about it. How he's only 32, and you're still technically in your prime at 32. You're already so, leaning off, but yeah. you're in your prime. The only problem is, look at the way he fights. I mean, I'm I'm the same way. I like to brawl. He has yeah. way better head movement combinations. But look at the way he fights. His body has to be 38 years old. You know, possibly almost forty. He's taken a lot of damage, and I mean, think about like all the weight classes he's been in, the the wars that he's had. Um, dude, he he's a beast. And he think about it, he was a dude at what one fifteen that people are there. People had him at pound for pound number one for a long time. That never happens. The man, fact, it's extremely rare. You know what I'm saying? So he's he's one of my favorites to watch, man. Uh, okay, you're a boxing fan. Well, let me ask you this: out of the four horsemen, the young boys in boxing, that that's um, uh, Teofimo, that's Devin Haney, Shakur Stevens. Ryan Garcia. Who 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 do you think are the who would you who do you like watching out of that crop more than the rest of them? What what is your ranking of those four? I mean, they're they're all definitely dope, man. They're they're all really really good. Haney, I you know one of those big. I think the big shocker for me is Ryan Garcia. Yeah. You know that's that's the big shocker for me because you look at him, he's a skinny kid, he's a good looking kid, but you think it's all IG mm-hmm. fame, you think it's social media fame. I mean, you watch his last fight, and it's like... Yeah, he's starching fools. Okay. <laughs> like, you know, you, you can tell when fights are, I wouldn't say being fixed, but, you know, definitely yeah, set up yeah. where it's like, all right, this guy's supposed to win. But then the way he won his last fight, again, um, uh, Tank, yeah. you know, did the same thing to that last opponent, but it took, what, eight, nine yeah, rounds, and he had a round. fight. Yeah, yeah. Ryan Garcia doesn't it well. I think it was one. Dude, first round. You know, he so starts his like, ass. Yeah, it's crazy. And you, you, you're just like, okay, this this kid might be real. And what, what is Ryan, 21 years old, 22? You know, so it's one of those things that's like, hey, man, that's that's dope. He's he's now technically going to be the, the next golden boy. That's what they're lining him up for. Absolutely. I just hope that they don't move him up too soon because you can tell body-wise he's not – I wouldn't say I wouldn't say a hundred percent, but he's not physically developed, not fully physically he developed. Have his grown man body. He's definitely, yeah, he doesn't have that grown man mm-hmm. strength yet. And then when he faces, you know, Tank and all these other guys that have been in the sport for a while, who could crack? Can Ryan Garcia take a shot? I haven't seen him really take a shot yet, and that's that's something that you know I'm excited to see because again, he could crack. You're just like, oh, all right, yeah. like I see the speed there. Okay, you got some power, but. He's he can he take a shot back and that's that's something that uh, I want to see. I, I, man, you're right, man. I, I I think him being out there with Eddie Reynoso has definitely helped him out a lot. Uh, with Canelo's camp I didn't see this in him I thought dude was just off a show for the longest 
And now seeing him, I mean, you have to put him in the same breast with the Devin Haney's. And look, Teofimo is about to fight Loma. So that fight in itself is mm-hmm. going to be great. So I can't wait to see that fight, man. Like, that's a fight that, because I'm a big Teofimo fan. Um, I'm curious to see him at that level because, I mean, come on, Loma's the Matrix, bro. Like, watching him mm-hmm. see what he does is, is incredible. Um, but, uh, okay, let me ask you this. I'm going to ask you a couple things. Like I said, we'll get you out of here, brother. And I do appreciate your time today, man. Yeah, no problem, uh, um, man. So, if we're giving somebody, like I said, I know you're not in, you know, you're a big movie buff, but if you have a, let's say, top, give me a top two fights that people should be watching during this quarantine, and let me get two movies that people should be watching during the quarantine. Oh, man. So, top two fights people should be watching during this quarantine. Um, you know, if I'm, I'm looking at it from a bigger perspective, that's, man, that's really a hard one. Um... I think a very good fight, because and this is just me studying too, is Roman Roman Chocolatito versus uh, Soren Visai, The very Ooh, first fight, good fight. That that fight, they just go back and forth. And again, even though people thought Roman Chocolatito won, very controversial. Um, it was I, I watched it the other day, and uh, and it was it was a really really close fight. Yeah. Um, you know, that, honestly, there was one round where I was like ah. I could see it going to sort of B side, but then you're like, damn, these Roma Chocolatito rounds are, are dominant. Dom- so, you know, it, it, it really is crazy. So for people who don't know who he is, that's someone you have to watch. Um, and honestly, I, I've been watching a lot of counter fighters. Um, you know, any Juan Manuel Marquez fight, man, he's just been killing it. Besides like the Pacquiao fights, because I love Pacquiao, mm-hmm. like that is my guy. Um, now, granted, you know, Juan he had Manuel the, Mar- the the counter shot of counter shots against Manny, though. Yeah, yeah, he had the counter shot of counter shots. Oh, I cried when that happened. I was in Brazil. I remember that day and everything. I was on the couch at the hotel. I, I just won two gold medals in the Pan American yeah. Games. I'm like, I can't wait to watch this fight, and I just started tearing up. Um, you know, it's it's Juan Manuel Marquez. If you watch highlights of his fights, and I can't remember the fighters he fought against, um, they're just—he's losing almost every first, like first oh, few rounds, and then he just starts slowly coming back. Um, I forgot who he fought. It was—it was Marquez versus Diaz. I can't remember his first name, but um, they fought twice. But that first fight is just a young cat trying to prove yeah. himself against a veteran, and the veteran shows why he's so damn good and why he was able to make it back to the top in his last mm-hmm. fight. Those those two guys, any fight to them, uh, Roman Chuck and Marquez guys please definitely tune in and watch those fights because it's literally like the underdog story it's a slow demise and slow rise of um, you know the attacker but when it comes to movies damn yo when it I don't know much about movies for me when it comes to maybe shocking movies like damn I wasn't expecting that uh, one movie that's really, really belittled is the Snowpiercer. Great movie, and dude. Yes. Great movie. Captain America. He's in it. Yeah, Captain <laughs> yes. America. I can't think of dude's name, but yeah, dude, movie is way better than you thought that it was supposed to be, man. That's a good damn movie. Um, it, you know they're making a that TV That came series. on, I was just like, I was watching it. Yeah, yeah, it's coming yeah. out to TV series, and it's crazy because my my aunt was showing me, and she's like, she's like, Angel, you should, my middle name is Angel. She's like, Angel, you should watch this. It's crazy, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, yeah, no offense, like, you're crazy. <laughs> um, but, all right, sure, I'll watch it, you know? like, And I'm watching, I was like, damn, this is actually, okay, it caught my attention out of nowhere. At the end of it, you're just like... Damn, I get all the metaphors. Like this is yeah. pretty dope. Like you have to watch it a few times to really understand it. It's Dude. it's one of those movies that you can you can watch a few times and always notice something new. And I'm trying to think of the second movie, man. It's yo, uh, Snowpiercer <sighs> make you think kinda... about uh, protein bars differently, don't they? 
<laughs> it definitely does. Like, mm, damn, these Quest bars taste a little funny now. This don't taste like cinnamon buns. Uh, I'm honestly, I'm trying to think. Oh, I had one in my head too. Um, I've been trying to watch a lot of like just older movies that have won like Academy Awards or Oscar stuff like that. I know I'm on, you know, I'm on Netflix now, like everybody else. And Netflix, I they just uploaded. Um, there will be blood. Ah, I, I watched that, that a couple yet. days ago. And I'm good? like, I was like, yeah, it's a good movie, man. That actor was in. Um, uh, what was it? Uh, it wasn't American Gangsters or Gangs in New York. Gangs okay. in New York. Okay. Oh. He was one of the main characters in Gangs in New York. And it's just a good actor, man. It's one of those movies where, like, you just watch it. It's a story. It's a whole long story. And, like, you don't really... I don't, I don't even know. It's like you kind of naturally get drawn into it. And you're like, man, what's happening? Damn, this is crazy. What's happening? Damn, this is crazy. So it's, it it's one of those things where it just kind of slowly takes you on the ride. But I've just been trying to watch that. Um, but those, those right now are probably my two... Movies, but definitely Snowpiercers, one of those ones that's just a shocker, super belittled. That's a great movie, man. Good choices, man. Well, check it out, man. Um, Jose Shorty Torres, brother, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Um, real quick, where can people find you? You hear me? I'm sorry about that. Uh, oh, there you go. People want to find me on Twitter and Facebook. Um, TeamShorty.com for people who don't know I have my own foundation um, so 100% of my proceeds out of my foundation on the website TeamShorty.com goes to my foundation to help keep kids teens young adults inside the gym and off the streets um, it's a huge thing man it definitely helps a lot of people paying for gym fees paying for gear getting them to travel the world and do different tournaments and just give them a different opportunity in life whether they want to be fighters or not it saved my life gave me a great opportunity I graduated college because of it um, guys Team Shorty com 100 percent of the proceeds go to my foundation everything ships worldwide and i appreciate the love and support and that's why i say we can we will together we are team shorty there it is man well yo shorty torres brother thank you so much for joining me today yo seriously man my condolences for everything that's happened you know the last five years so in your life and uh like i said with your moving from the ufc you're at brave and stuff i cannot wait to watch you fight again man one of i'm truly not just blowing smoke man one of the most entertaining guys out there man you've been one of my favorites so so keep doing your thing brother i appreciate your time I appreciate it, man. Take care. Yes, sir. Stay safe, stay healthy. Absolutely, brother. You too, man. Be easy. Yep. You too. Bye-bye. All right, all right. We're back at it, man. All right, that was uh, Jose Shorty Torres, man. Great dude. Uh, Chicago's very old. He's been on once before with me, man. And we'll keep people coming like this, man. Like I told you guys before, I want to keep the content rocking. And uh, we're going to do this, man. So uh, another episode down, man. That was our weekly conversations today with Jose Shorty Torres, man. And uh, we'll be back soon. Uh, we have a couple more things in the works. We have a couple great guests coming on very, very soon. Uh, remember, episodes 200, episodes 201 you will be able to see those on youtube as well as everywhere podcasts are available uh coming up very very soon uh this has been episode 202 uh this is also your um uh live episode five man so as always thank you for listening to the greatest combat sports and culture show in the entire universe i'm your host serge vicente the underground king and we'll see you guys next time right here on the fight podcast deuces